0: In the quest to make schools safer, whether from an attack by an armed assailant or the day-to-day violence that can occur on a campus, one of the more polarizing solutions in recent years has been school resource officers. To consider the effect these personnel, known as SROs, can have on school safety, we're joined by Lucy Sorensen, an associate professor at the University at Albany, who recently studied the impact of school resource officers. Welcome to the show, Professor.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Well, for starters, What exactly constitutes a school resource officer? Is there a definition or can it be fluid depending on the campus or state?
1: The federal government defines an SRO or a school resource officer as a career law enforcement officer assigned in a community policing capacity to a local educational agency. And so one of the key components here is that these are employees of police agencies, not of school districts typically. So they're sworn law enforcement officers, but they're stationed in schools part-time or full-time. They have full arrest authority. They're usually armed. And so this is these are the types of things that distinguish a school resource officer from something like a security guard.
0: And how prevalent are school resources around the country and in New York specifically?
1: our best estimates say that about half of all public schools currently have a school resource officer. They're more prevalent in high schools than they are in elementary school. New York, it's a little bit difficult for me to say in part because New York city was one of the few places that did not report their law enforcement officers to the civil rights data collection, which is kind of the federal effort to collect data on these things. But Looking at upstate New York, the areas that did report school resource officers or outside of New York City, about 15% of elementary schools, 28% of middle schools and 38% of high schools have an SRO either full time or shared with some other school on their campus.
0: Well, turning to your research then, what have you learned about the effectiveness of SROs as it pertains to either preventing or responding to gun violence in a school?
1: I've done some research both at the national level and in the state of North Carolina asking this exact question, do SROs make schools safer? And it's a really tough question to ask in part because SROs aren't assigned to schools randomly. There aren't randomized control trials, but also because of the way that crime and delinquency at schools is reported, that putting a police officer in schools might change just like the detection and reporting of crimes in addition to changing whether there's more or less violence at a school. So with that caveat, what we've found in our research is that actually gun-related incidents go up in response to there being a new school resource officer and certainly don't seem to go down. And this could be because of more detection of guns that SROs are just seeing them more and reporting them more. Or it could possibly be that something about having the SRO on campus actually increases gun violence. But we do see reductions in other forms of violence. So things like fighting. So, it's a little bit of a trade off here where we see we don't see a reduction in gun related incidents, but we do see a decrease in more minor forms
0: of violence. Does there seem to be any unintended consequences or downsides from having an SRO at a school?
1: So, we see that school based arrests go up in response to having a new school resource officer, arrests go up by around and referrals to law enforcement go up by around 50% with a new SRO. These increases are much larger for specific groups of students, for Black students, for male students, and for students with disabilities. So even though on average, police referrals and arrests go up by around 50%, that is two or three times larger for Black students. So that's quite concerning because you hear a lot of talk about the school-to-prison pipeline, which is a metaphor, but in this case, it's also a direct mechanism where having police officer in the school might lead to more students ending up arrested or end- ending up in the juvenile justice system merely because there was someone at the school who handled it formally rather than maybe it being handled informally at the school.
0: The downsides that you're talking about are consequences that we often think about with police officers more broadly, not just limited to the school setting. So is there any sense that the fact that these school resource officers are employed by local law enforcement influences their approach to these jobs? Is there any reason to believe that if these were school employees or safety officers in some other name and capacity that you might be able to increase safety and not have these negative consequences you've been talking about?
1: This is an open question, honestly, and it's something that a lot of school districts are experimenting with. New York City, for instance, made some efforts. They, they call their school resource officers school safety agents, and they made some efforts to put them more under the authority of the Department of Education and slightly less under the authority of, of law enforcement and other cities around the country have tried the same thing. That could definitely change things because as things stand, SROs, even when they're at a school, someone like the school principal has no direct authority over that SRO. Their authority, they are answering to their police agency. That's their employer. That's their chain of command. And so I do think it's possible that that it could look different if they're hired by the school district, if they're trained by the school district, if the education agency feels like they have a little bit more, more control, but it is an open question. And I'm not sure how much that really changes. If these people are still coming from law enforcement backgrounds and still having a law enforcement mentality.
0: Did you look at the impact of school resource officers based on their mandate and how their duties are defined? Because I have to imagine if the law enforcement comes in with X perspective and wants X accomplished, that's what they're going to focus on. But if their focus is on Y and Z, maybe they have slightly different outcomes. So do the duties or job description vary depending on the school resource officer in the situation?
1: Typically, school districts will have MOUs or memorandums of understanding with local law enforcement agencies, which lay out what they see as the roles and the responsibility of the SRO. And in New York, I think since 2019, this is actually required for there to be some type of MOU that lays out these principles. But typically, These don't vary a ton from place to place. They'll usually say that SROs shouldn't get involved in minor discipline, which is a real concern here. We see in our research that SROs being at schools leads to more suspensions, more expulsions. And that's not great because that typically means that they're getting involved in discipline. That's of a much lower level than might need a police officer, but we aren't able to link these MOUs to the results that we're finding, unfortunately. So we don't know how much that is influencing these potentially adverse impacts that we find of SROs. I will say that there was another study saying that principals typically don't even know what's in these MOUs. So I think that's another potential source of the problem is that school administrators may not know that in these MOUs, the the SRO isn't supposed to be getting involved in minor discipline. And so even just clear communication could be important moving forward.
0: And you mentioned that school resource officers aren't just found at at high schools. So what does the responsibility of a school resource officer look like at, say, an elementary school or a middle school, where I have to imagine the population has different needs and violence presents itself in in different ways.
1: So as part of our research, we read a lot of applications for school-based policing grants from the federal government, from the cops office and the department of justice. And these were really interesting to read because you could see the way that the police agencies were talking about the needs for SROs. And when they were talking about elementary schools The language would often center around, we need these SROs to protect the school from some type of outside threat, whether that's a shooter or whether that is crime in the neighboring area, right? And so there was definitely this focus in some communities and in lower school levels on protecting the students from threats outside the school. But in other times, the threats were definitely talked about as being inside the school. And I think this was more common in high schools, more common in urban schools, where they would say, we really need more SROs because we have a lot of violence. We have a lot of drugs. We have a lot of guns at our our high school. And so we need the police officer for that reason. That being said, we do see all of the effects that I've talked about here, things like increases in arrests increases in suspensions and expulsions we see that happening at elementary schools just like we see it happening at high schools and it might be at a lower level there are going to be fewer elementary schools being arrested but it's still happening unfortunately which i do think leads to this question of are sros receiving training on maybe how to how to handle situations with a fourth grader
0: on a previous episode we spoke with assembly member mike riley a Staten Island Republican, who's part of this task force that the Assembly Republicans have on school safety and security. And one of the issues that they've been focusing on is essentially making it easier for, say, retired police officers to serve as school resource officers and just getting more school resource officers into schools uh, around the state. But for the most part, the way Albany works, Assembly Republicans don't represent the direction of, of New York State. So I'm curious whether From your examination of this issue, whether you have found that there is any sort of prevailing sentiment towards embracing school resource officers more broadly, whether the governors talked about it, whether the Democrats in the legislature have talked about it, or whether this is an idea primarily uh, that's focused on by Republicans who, like I mentioned, aren't exactly steering the ship in New York.
1: I'm always surprised when I see surveys, for instance, about school resource officers. You know, how popular are they among parents, among students, among school administrators, among teachers? Most surveys in most contexts find the SROs are perceived very well among all of these groups. And not to say that there aren't subsets who feel that police shouldn't be in schools and that they're a risk to their children. There's definitely that subset. But uh, Rochester Public Schools, for instance, they tried to end their SRO program and they did in June 2020. And then following that, something like 98% of their school administrators said they would prefer to have a school resource officer on campus. And these aren't, you know, these aren't just Republicans. I think that there's this widespread sense that people want kids to be safe at school. And that's shared among both political parties, but that we don't really know what to do because there haven't been a ton of alternatives to school policing that are easy to get at in a policy sense. You find in all different types of contexts, people coming back to school resource officers, Denver ended their SRO program and are coming back to it now, which is again, was kind of a very progressive policy decision. And now they they want SROs back. So although you see a lot of the proposals at the state level, at the federal level to increase funding for SROs, those are typically all coming from Republicans. I would say they have pretty good support across the aisle. Florida passed a law that basically says that every school needs to have An armed officer, Texas, has tried to pass a similar thing, but they're running into issues where there just aren't enough law enforcement officers. And so this is kind of the next step of that for places that are being very aggressive about hiring SROs. They're actually running into a labor supply issue, which is, I think, part of what Mike Riley's recommendation was speaking to.
0: Well, aside from the availability of personnel and funding for them. Are there any other deterrents to getting SROs into schools? Are there any other obstacles that are keeping them from being there, given the fact that, as you mentioned, surveys keep showing that they're relatively popular? It's
1: a few different things. So some schools prefer to use or districts prefer to use security guards. It's a different model. A lot of urban schools use security guards. They're a little bit cheaper. They don't have the authority to arrest students, which could be a positive thing if we think that arrests are a bad outcome of having police at schools. And so I think that there are some schools and districts choosing alternative options, trying to do more restorative justice, and that that might be one reason to have fewer SROs in schools. SROs haven't been in schools forever. 1970s, I think, was the first real known instance of having police officers stationed in schools. And then it wasn't until the Columbine shooting in 1999 that we saw lots of larger investments. And basically after every school shooting, we see more state and federal investment into police in schools. So a lot of schools may not have them just because this these programs haven't grown as quickly in their area for whatever reason
0: a few years ago i remember seeing a piece in the news about basically dads in these louisiana high school and how they were helping to curb violence with their presence there and you talked about security guards are there other personnel or adults whose presence in schools seems to have a positive effect on violence, either based on your your examination of SROs or just thinking about this issue of school safety?
1: I think there's some promising findings on a maybe a longer-term turnaround, but about having social workers in schools, mental health professionals in schools. It's a different type of approach. It's taking a much more preventive approach and treating behavioral issues more at their source rather than reacting to violence once it occurs. But I, there have been some some promising studies about the effectiveness of those types of investments. Generally, there is no good evidence that doing something like arming teachers or having random other armed people on campus would be effective at preventing violence. And in fact, it could do the opposite where there would be more gun related incidents. And so I haven't, see, I've only seen research showing that that wouldn't be a good thing. And it's generally quite unpopular among teachers and principals, the idea of having random people on campus with guns. So I don't think that's a very serious policy option.
0: Well, we've been speaking with Lucy Sorensen. She's an associate professor at the University at Albany. Professor Sorensen, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. It was great being here. Is your business, agency, or service interested in delivering your message to more than two dozen radio stations statewide carrying Capital Press Room? If so, visit capitalpressroom.org to contact our underwriting team.